Hello, everyone. This is Isaac Petrie. Welcome to the podcast. Be ready to be encouraged and enlightened as we discuss spiritual solutions for everyday life. Everything you need is in the earth realm. And so all you need is to understand God's system of how to get it to you. And so that's what I mean by kingdom currency. It is the flow of the, the, the provision of God in the earth realm to meet your need and those around you. Now, I want to make a couple of statements because I am shocked at the amount of people who do not believe that the, the, the covenant blessing of provision and having your needs met, I'm shocked at, at the people who believe that this is, this is some kind of way insignificant and that we shouldn't be talking about these things, preaching about these things, and that these things are somewhat secondary in the gospel. Yet 90, I, I venture to say 90% of the things that people are praying about require money. It is, it is the most, uh, uh, Satan has pulled off one of the greatest, um, as can I use the old school word, bamboozlements uh, in the body of Christ ever when he convinced us that we are supposed to be poor and not have money or material possessions when the scripture is very clear. When it comes to finances and the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I don't know how the devil has convinced the church that we're supposed to be moving forward without these things when the Bible is very clear we need them both. And so we're talking about kingdom currency. You're supposed to have it. God wants you wealthy. And, and so now Proverbs 10, 22, we're just going to give this verse to give context to it. And it is, and it is, this is the words of Solomon. And, and the Lord did this to Solomon. This is why he could talk about it. The Bible declared Solomon was so wealthy. Well, we don't even want to get into that. But, but you have a covenant of it. And Proverbs 10, 22 says, the blessing of the Lord, not the blessing of man, the blessing of the Lord. This is the Lord's doing. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to it. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. Now, in case you just think this is just rich in peace and joy, <laughs> you know, and that a lot of people say, hey, I don't have money, but I'm rich in love. And that's great. But why does it have to be one or the other? I mean, how come you can't have, be rich in love and rich in material blessings? No, the Lord was talking about material blessings and to prove it. One more verse, I'm sorry. Flip backwards to Psalms 112 because the notion is that you can't be rich and live right. Because, you know, the, uh, the uh, money is the root of all evil. First of all, that is not the, what the Bible says. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. But kingdom people don't love money. We love what we're able to do with money. <laughs> That's what we love about it. And uh, um, Psalms 112 says, once again, blessed is the man who fears the Lord in verse number one. Um, Psalms 1, blessed is the man who fears the Lord and who delights greatly in his, in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on the earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house and his righteousness endures forever. I never will forget years ago, I read that verse and it settled, it settled it for me because right there in that verse, it is very clear that you can be rich and righteous. 
Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. God wants the kingdom people over the allocation of the resources in this earth realm so that we can walk out, A, the covenant that God made to Abraham, actually made it to Adam. Adam dropped it. God found Abraham, and then Christ consummated it. So we need the wealth for the covenant purposes of being stewards of the dominion mandate in the earth. And then we need it so that we can be a blessing and eliminate the needs of others. And so last week we talked about the kingdom currency. And what I wanted to give you were basically the principal foundations of how there are certain things that need to be in place in order for kingdom currency to be able to flow to you. And number one, they were you had to understand the blessing. It is the empowerment to prosper. In other words, it is this blessing that keeps the curse out of your life. Mm-mm-mm. Because how can you curse what God has blessed? <laughs> and wherever the blessing is, there's fruitfulness, multiplication, there's increase, there's the endowment to prosper, to, to come forth. What you do um, comes to fruit and fruition in your life. Then we talked about the tithe, how the principle of the tithe, boy, that was eye-opening. People been calling me and, and texting and emailing about that because we found out the principle of the tithe had nothing to do with money. It has to do with God being first. And how it it preceded Melchizedek. It was in the Garden of Eden that God set that up. And then we talked about number three, you have to know the purpose for wealth. And it is for provision for you and for providing for others. Then we talked about the offering, how the offering is giving out of your substance or that that you've been blessed with to meet the need of And that can be a person, that can be a ministry, that can be a mission, that can be a vision, that can be anything. The offering is how God wants the needs met. Then we talked about number five, the grace or graciousness. That God says, if you would give offerings um, and so bountifully, you would reap bountifully, and that I will cause men to be gracious to you. And people say, well, God doesn't need men. Um, Yes, he does. In the earth realm, he needs men, Um, especially in the realm of provision because God doesn't counterfeit money. So there's none coming from heaven. Everything you need is in this earth realm. Well, God uses human instrumentality in the earth when it comes to material things and provision. Now, God doesn't have to do it. He can supersede it if he needs to multiply two fish and five loaves of bread. <laughs> you know? Now, he can do it. I'm not saying they're the only means, but they are the means in which God releases favor. Favor is from God, but it is released through men. It is God moving on somebody's heart to be gracious to you. And then we talked about number six. What causes that kind of graciousness to come to you is the ministry of the Holy Spirit and the angels when it comes to the realm of of provision. They divinely influence people in the earth to set up the arrangement of resources, money, finances coming into your hands, and then they influence you and speak to you to give to other people. How many of you have been just minding your own business and the Spirit of the Lord just spoke to you to bless them? You understand? See, and so you got to be able to understand the Spirit of God. Now, I'm going to pick right back here in, in, in um, number one tonight. And then number seven, the cycle. 
So we talked about the blessing, the tithe, the purpose, the offering, the grace, the spirit, the angels, and the cycle, meaning this is a currency. This is something that flows. This is a system of provision. Okay, now, tonight I'm going to talk about some things, if you would go ahead and put that next slide up, about some things that you need to be mindful of because these are some things tied to money that a lot of people don't even know is tied to money. And long after you've tithed and after you've given, you can still do certain things to mess up God's provision in your life. And so this, these are things that you need to look out that are spiritual underpinnings of when you tithe or when you give. This is even when you got your heart right and even you know the purpose for the provision and all of that, you can still mess up. God's harvest and return and provision in your life if you don't understand that there are some spiritual principles that you have to keep. And so this is going to take the practical and this is going to add the spiritual. And when you put all these together, you're going to get a flow. (laughs) Somebody say flow, 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 flow. I said somebody say flow, 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 flow. You're going to get a flow. You're going to get a flow of it coming. Now, number one, after you've sown, after you've given, after you've tithed, after you've, you know, um, believed God for grace to be released, the angels are going to start moving. The Spirit of God is going to start moving up on people to get that provision back to you so the cycle can keep moving. What will mess that up are your words and your confession concerning provision. You cannot be talking negatively about your situation and expect the manifestation to happen. You say, why, Pastor? Because the Bible says angels are sent forth to minister for you but they hearken to the voice of God's word. Which means you will shut down everything. You already know the Holy Spirit is not going to do anything, but except hearken to God's word and follow God's word. And if you are saying things about your life in an area of provision, now this principle actually works with everything. Words and confession Confession just simply means to say the same thing. So that if you have a need met and God says, I shall supply all of your needs according to your riches and glory, then what you do, you walk around saying that need is met. Jesus' name, that that need is met. That need is met. I don't care if they're coming tomorrow at noon. You talking about, I don't know what I'm going to do. They coming tomorrow. (laughs) That that ain't going to help nothing at all. You got angels moving. Oh, my God, my God. If you really believed it, you had the realm of the unseen moving in the earth realm, trying to find somebody that will obey God concerning you. Oh, you would watch what you said. You wouldn't ever talk doubt. You wouldn't ever talk lack. You wouldn't ever talk about, I don't know why it always happened to me. I don't know why we can't. We always, bro, we can't get that. We can't afford that. We can't do it. You can't talk like that. 
For death and life is in the power of the tongue. It's in the authority of the tongue. And you will shut down the angelic host of heaven moving on your behalf by your confession. Now, once again, y'all, if you want to live a life of going to work and getting a paycheck, you can do that. But that's a capped life. And that is unfailing. Pandemics have proved that. I mean, all types of things can happen in the earth realm to shut these systems down. People getting laid off, fired, losing this, losing that. Oh, but the kingdom. The the kingdom ain't ever on lockdown. It ain't ever on shutdown. It ain't ever in shortage. It ain't ever running out of anything. What does that mean? God says, my hand can manipulate anything in this earth realm I need. To get provision to you. That's what Elijah in the brook was all about. Leave the brook. I got a widow. Y'all don't hear them. I got somebody. I got a raven. If people won't listen, I'll get a bird to obey me. Jesus broke two fish and five loaves of bread. God says, my kingdom is without end. Oh, my God. Boy, God can, but you will shut it down by your mouth. If you are sowing seeds and believing God for increase, you can't be talking doubt concerning provision. You can't do it. Why? Because you will hinder the angelic host. And number two, you will authorize demons to hinder your provision. Praise his holy name. Praise his holy name. So you got to watch your mouth. And I mean, you got to be serious. You got to watch people in your house. You got to put everybody on notice. If you're running a business, you got to get all your employees. You got to get everybody around you and say, we don't talk poverty in here. We don't talk I can't. We don't talk I, 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 we ain't got the money to do it. We don't talk like that. We talk my God shall supply. The money will come. Oh, yes, it is. It's on the way right now. His hand is moving, right? Come on, come on. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm starting to get excited again. His hand is moving right now, right now. Why are you doubting? Why are you crying? Why are you complaining? Why are you saying stuff you shouldn't be saying? His hand was moving, 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 moving. And if you gave him 15 more minutes, you could have saw the breakthrough. Oh, you got to keep your words. You got to keep your confession on it. <sighs> you may be seated because you can't get too excited this early. Now, and so grace is kicked in. Somebody is trying to be gracious to you, and the angels are out there working on it. The Spirit of God is working on it. So you got to watch your confession. Number two, then you have to heed the instructions and take advantage of the opportunities. The reason I say this is because sometimes money doesn't show up green. Most in general, it's going to show up as an opportunity. It's going to show up as a connection, somebody favoring you, some door open. And when it does, you got to be wise enough to know that this is a door provision. Good Lord, I'm about to take off running down Sewell Lane. I said you got to recognize that this is a door of provision. It might not even look like money attached to it, but favor is. 
And if graciousness is attached to it, you got to walk through it. Opportunities could be another job pop up. Opportunities could, could be somebody running an idea by you. Opportunities, somebody emailing you, telling you to submit something. Opportunities and then instructions. You, when you are a giver, you have to listen to the Spirit of God. Because he is always walking the harvest to you and you to it. And there are no harvests for people on the couch. Ain't no provision. (laughs) Have I witnessed here? (laughs) There ain't no provision for people laying on the couch. You're going to have to be walking out the instructions of the Lord. You're going to have to be where he told you to be. You're going to have to do what he told you to do. Because he's trying to arrange your harvest, your provision. And this is part of the favor that comes on your life. So uh, somebody say this after me. Say, I will never miss a divine opportunity. Come on, say it. I, I will never miss a divine opportunity. You need to write that on the screen. I will never. And some of y'all need to keep writing on these screens because it's the only way. Me and Pastor Iron know y'all watch it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ought to be mandatory that every member type something. <laughs> and so, you, you got to walk out instruction. You got to listen because wisdom is the principal thing. Say that after me. Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom, wisdom. Therefore, get wisdom and all that getting, get understanding. You got to be listening for the mind of God concerning your situations. Hallelujah. The wisdom of God. The wisdom of God, the wisdom of God. I know a man of God who is an amazing giver, and they bought a piece of property, and they say the Lord told them to buy the property, and they say the moment they stepped on it, they knew gas was on it. Mm. (laughs) Boy, that that reminds me uh, about an old story about a man named Jed. I mean, I mean, poor Mountaineer barely kept his family fed. But then one day he was shooting at some food, and up through the ground came a yeah, oil that is. Yeah, come a black goat. Yeah, Texas. Yes, sir. I'm trying to tell you, your steps are ordered. So you got to be listening for wisdom. Yeah, somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, I feel something about to break in here. Hallelujah. I'm a giver. God's setting up grace for me. I got to have my antenna up. My God. And then number three, and this is important. Number three is the field of your assignment. Now, the reason I put this up here is because most of the blessings in your life are coming up in the field of your assignment. Why is that? Because God is purpose-driven. 
I mean, he is the most purposeful being you will ever meet in your life. And one of the things, and I just preached this again, Psalms 139, one of the things about being in your assignment is you're walking in predestination. (laughs) For every vision, there is provision. It's one thing to try to get God to get you provision in. It's another thing to walk in the steps that God has already laid provision out. And they're in your path. They're in your purpose. Your prosperity is in your purpose. God is not going to overabundantly bless you to be out of his will. Yeah, I like the way you shout now. You got to be in the will of God. I'm talking about walking out his plans and purposes in your life. Why? It is the area where you're going to be the biggest blessing to people. And wherever you are blessing, God commands by reciprocation, people bless you back. I tell people all the time, if you're not receiving a bunch of harvest in your life, you got to check the field you in. If you're not elevating, if you're not going up, sometimes even on jobs and things like that, you're at the wrong one. See, your steps are ordered. You can't really do what you want to do in this life and experience the abundant life. You have to get in the plan of God for your life. And the harvest comes up in the field. This is why I say no harvest coming for people on the couch. You got to be working the assignment that God has called you to work. Now, this is not the only means in which God will bless you. You can sow to the degree where because you're a giver, it has to be given back to you. But if you want to walk in the will of God, the perfect will of God for your life, that is predestined and prearranged, the enemy can't hinder you in God's will like that. Now, we can self-sabotage things, but when you walk in the predestination of of God, the Bible says like you have a book on the shelf of heaven, that God has written your days in a book. He was very purposeful about you. And if you think that you can just be blessed doing what you want to do, ask Jonah how that works out. You can't do it. It didn't work out for nobody. <laughs> you can, I mean, Peter and James and John were fishing all night, caught nothing. Jesus said, can I borrow your boat? He gets on the boat. They, you know the story. They couldn't even get the haul in. And he said, from this day forward, you're going to catch me. You understand, you got to be in the place of provision. You got to be in the will of God for your life. And if you get in the field, you got some stuff coming up. My God, my God, it's in your field, man. It's because when you work in your purpose, you bless people. And whenever you bless people, they be so grateful, they want to turn around and bless you back. This is, you got to get in the area where you impact people, where you, where you manifest the purpose and will of God, and you'll step into a flow of blessing. It's just there. You can't even explain it. It's just there. Give me just one moment to testify about my life because it was 1993. Actually, this was 1994. And and the Spirit of the Lord dealt with me to quit my job and start pastoring full time. And I was like, we had like maybe 10 adult members at the time. He's like, they can't afford. And he said, yeah. He said, I need you full time in the ministry. You can't can't pastor full time. I was like, 
what? Uh, but you got to be listening. See, because if you're sowing, you got to be listening. You got to be listening. Now, this is just my testimony. Don't go out and quit your job <laughs> unless the Lord has spoken. And he told me to quit, so I quit. And then a couple of months later, I found myself at a tent crusade singing. And then I met Mike Barber. Then Mike Barber put me on TBN. Jan Kraut saw me. And before, in, in the rest, as they say, financially is history. Now, the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me and said, if you hadn't have quit your job, you couldn't have been at this tent. He was a Jericho <laughs> He was arranging stuff. He was saying, just get in your field. Just get where I've called you to be. And I already got stuff lined out for you. He knew when he told me to quit why he was telling me to quit. So I could get in the ultimate field of my purpose and destiny. I shudder to think what would have happened had I been at work and couldn't get to that tent. Now, I believe by the mercy of God, he probably would have got me there some kind of way, hopefully. But all to get in the field. Man, I hope y'all hearing me. To get in the purpose of God for your life, it is already there. Somebody give me two glories for that. You're right it down there. Glory, glory. Get in it. Get in it. These are some of the things that hinder you from receiving. If you're out of the will of God, Satan is able to attack your life. He's able to hinder God's plan for your life because you're out there on his territory. You're in disobedience. Get in his will. I pray you were blessed by today's podcast. Take a moment and subscribe to it and review it and share it with someone else so that we can stay connected. Be blessed.